Welcome to Mystics and Broomsticks Podcast with Melanie Dawn and Tanya Ryan. Okay, so I don't want to harp on this, <laughs> this broke girls thing, but I have to share with you what happened immediately after I recorded that podcast because it was so weird. So I gave you the assignment, right, was we were going to manifest a key. Well, I, I did a key and I just said, whatever you want, that's of no real value. I had to make notes because um, I actually re- like I recorded that podcast a, a couple weeks before it, re- it aired. And of course, I can't you know, share this part of the podcast until after that one's aired and giving you a chance to do this. But it was wild because the next day, the next day, I saw a key. And I don't know how to explain that this was in a very pointed place. It wasn't like on my keychain. It wasn't my car keys. It was just this. And it had this like floofy keychain. It was in a weird spot. And I was like, okay, like there's the key. And I did not do the meditations. I did. I didn't have time. Like I, I just recorded the podcast and then poof, like it just was there. So for me, what I took that as was you can manifest a goddamn key like and you don't you don't even need to try so basically it was like okay novice level achieved um kind of like that box is ticked off um okay super nerdy reference uh i i have a nintendo switch and uh the game that i really like playing right now it's called fey farm and as you advance in the game just like any kind of like if you you know, go through Mario brothers or whatever, you get to level 22 and then you like go back to level one. Level one is so easy, right? Cause they advance. That's how this felt. It felt like, yes, you, you are capable of manifesting. This is a level one manifestation and this is no problem for you because I found this key, which was like a kind of like a house key. And I, and I was like, Oh, I was kind of thinking maybe I'd get a skeleton key. But also if you did listen to the last podcast, I talked about specific manifestors and non-specific and I'm meant to be by human design, which is a um, kind of like astrology. It's like a, a method. You should go check it out. It's actually really cool. Um, but human design, I am supposed to be a non-specific manifester. And I was like, well, maybe this like and, and I mean, it is showing me because in my head, I thought skeleton key, like a cool key. And um, I was like, OK, well, maybe. So even though I had the skeleton key in mind, I got a key immediately. And so I was like, okay, this is good to recognize that even though I might have an idea of something, I need to also be open and accepting to what comes up, like what shows up for me. So that was an interesting reflection as well. And then uh, I thought just because it came up so fast, I was like, well, I'll try it for the skeleton key because this happened with no effort or energy or trying at all. I saw a skeleton key the next day. (laughs) so it's like it was just so funny it was like it felt like the gods like source like energy was like this is you are this is this is like below your pay grade (laughs) that's how it felt it felt really validating um and then in both of those situations uh I couldn't have the key and so I was like okay well and again because this is not taking any effort I'm not trying I thought, okay, well, I'm going to manifest a key I can have, like that I can take home that, that I can keep because these ones are like here, but I, I like that they're other people's is like, I can't, I can't take them. And so within a week also did not try. I did not do the meditations. Bad Tanya. Um, 
but I thought about it. I didn't explain this. So I did not formally sit down, but the, I, all of this was really good to learn from this, like to learn. Like it was good to know that things don't even have to look a certain way to, to, to kind of come out at this level. So maybe we have to apply that energy more at, at, bigger levels or something. I don't know. We're, 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 we're learning together. This is the blind leading the blind <laughs> broke girl's guide to manifestation. We're figuring this out as we go. So, um, a few days later, my mom gave me this thing that she made. Um, I had gifted her, my mom, my mom is very uh, artistic, very crafty. And, uh, why did I do that? I don't know. She got into some sort of crafting at some point was it jewelry making? Oh crap. I can't remember. But anyways, I gave her these like a bunch of different, um, like skeleton keys. And this was a while ago. Like I, uh, it could have been years ago. I don't remember. Um, like I didn't even remember giving it to her, but anyway, she made this thing for me. She's like, Oh, here you go. By the way, this is yours. I made this for you. And it's super cute. It's like a piece of driftwood. Um, and she mounted this piece of amethyst. I should take a picture and post it honestly. Um, it's very pretty. I put it up in my, in my witchy room. Um, and she's like, here you go. And anyways, it has one of these skeleton keys on it. So there you go. That's the skeleton key that I can have and keep. It now lives on my wall. And that happened less than a week after I decided, okay, I want a key I can keep. Cause, cause I was thinking about this all too, as it applies to money. I'm like, well, maybe I can manifest money, but then subconsciously, I don't think I can have it. So I maybe manifest the money, but then I have a bill. So it gets spent or, um, I don't know. Like, I'm just thinking like me or I, there is money, but I like can't attain it or acquire it or whatever. So I thought that that could be a practice or a lesson in this too. And I'm trying to share every like little detail of my thought process with you in case some of those little notions click as in maybe you manifested that item of no value, but you couldn't take it or have it or keep it. Like, is that a block? Is, is that a thing or for you with money where it's like, yeah, yeah, I'm sure I could manifest money, but then I can't, I can't have it. So, um, even though I threw some shade at money coaches, uh, last time there is like, there's definitely validity to the things that are said. I just don't know that it's always quite so cut and dry, I guess. So, some of the things like I do, I do believe that there are certain limiting beliefs that can block us from having what we want. Um, I believe we do have to consciously recognize patterns, um, in our spending, in our saving, in our, um, I want to say acquisition of money, but I don't think that's a right word. Uh, okay. Anyways, but you know what I'm trying to say? We're going to make words up today and that's, that's allowed. Um, it basically, it's just like, I believe that these can be things. Um, but if it's sometimes it also just feels a little, little bit like a broken record. If you've consciously truly tried to examine these things, it's actually reminds me, this could be an analogy. I saw this person do a TikTok, and, um, they went to the therapist and they had this list and they were like, okay, here are all of my like issues. Um, like essentially they brought in this list that rep like was very indicative of their self-awareness. Like I know I have, you know, trust issues or this or that. Like I wish I could remember it more thoroughly, but it was a while ago. And, and then they said to the therapist, now I would like some tools to overcome these issues. And they were essentially saying that some therapists actually like really can only get you to the self-awareness part. They can't actually get you to the overcoming those challenges part. 
And um, I thought that was really interesting. And I think that that's some money coaches too, is like they can help you with the awareness part or get you so far, but then there's, it's like, Hey, I got that now what? And, and that's where um, this, I guess is all coming back to is like, I'm like, I feel like I have been, you know, given all these self-awareness tools and I feel like I've got the self-awareness bits, but then what now what? And so, so this is why we're on this journey together. I did. And I did make some notes that for this podcast, because I want to make sure that I am comprehensive in everything that I share with you, uh, in hopes that some of it could hope, hopefully click is what I was trying to say there, but I hit the button. I bumped it. Um, okay. So the next assignment for broke girl's guide to manifesting is to take all the same steps that we talked about in the initial, because I, I do think there's validity around that visualization, around the physical touch aspect, around the feelings aspect. Um, I think the more to that you lean into, just look like, even if they're, they don't click for you, like human design, you might look at that and go, no, I don't, that's not for me. But you might go look at it and go, oh, wow, this is really cool. This is really interesting. Or this really resonates. Um, likewise with astrology, like it, just, just feel welcome to really explore and lean into things that might help you learn about you. Um, another great tool would be, um, checking like your astrology, check your 10th house. What, where's your Chiron wound at? What does that mean? Investigate. So Chiron is the wounded healer and this tends to be an area, um, that we will find in life. It's like, it causes either repetitious injury to us as in maybe it's like a how do you how did I it's like either a very big acute injury um and or it is a little injury that gets aggravated it's kind of like an Achilles heel or whatever like a you know maybe you have weak ankles or whatever um it's a small issue but you deal with it your whole life kind of a thing or maybe you had that one injury and then every time it rains it acts up or something so that's kind of like, that's a metaphor for the Chiron wound um, and if you have your Chiron in like say your second house then that might mean you have some injury or something around money finances stability home material items that kind of a thing um, and again all of this can just help create context if it resonates if it doesn't you know what either it is not for you, or it's not right now. And both of those things are totally fine. Um, so the next assignment for Broke Girl's Guide to Manifesting is to take all the tools that we talked about in the previous podcast um, and apply it to choosing now. Let's, kick, let's, let's keep this open because um, I really want to make you to make this feel like your own. Um, either something that's more of value. So we chose something deliberately not of value. And I'm hoping that that was pretty easy to materialize for you. And if it wasn't, I'd say keep doing that until it is right. Like, just like if you we were playing Mario, if you kept dying on level one, you just keep playing level one until you don't die. Okay. So same sort of guide. If you're not finding you have success with level one, keep trying because you're bound to get it eventually. So this one is to manifest um, a, an, a sum of money that is like five bucks, like something, <coughs> excuse me, something easy to acquire or in your mind. Like, so some of you might think $5 is like pff, nothing, jump change, it's a coffee, whatever. Um, $20 might be the thing. And then the and or here is, or something that is of 
like a coffee. You could manifest an actual item. It doesn't have to be the cash for it. So maybe you manifest a free coffee or um, a gift certificate to, you know, chapters or some, something. But basically where it has actual value um, and but feels like an easy amount of value, like a chump change. If I don't know, I can't. Hopefully this is translating because I'm not getting really good words for it. Um, so you can use the same practices and just to review, just in case you don't want to go back and listen to the whole other podcast, it was essentially sitting in a five minute meditation and I shouldn't even say sitting, basically be in a mindful space. This could be on a walk. This could be maybe while you're doing some form of fitness, um, just being intentional and dedicating energy into this and you are, Um, and you can do this differently on each day, or you can kind of like run through each of them at one time. So this is where you get to kind of build your own experience, but you want to go through what does that item or, you know, money or whatever it is that you're manifesting, what does it feel like in your hands or on your body? If maybe you're manifesting clothes or something like that. Um, what does it look like? Can you visualize it? Is there color? Is there scent? Is there texture? Is there an emotion associated with receiving that? What does that feel like? And you want to try and build up this visualization, this experience in your body, in your mind, um, as vividly as possible. Um, I'm just trying to think if I can share anything specific from the key thing. I just, the only thing I remember from the key thing was looking down like seeing the key by looking down at it which honestly just is logical right because like when am I going to be like looking up at a key but um uh and I did see the first key that I found was on the floor like on the ground so yeah um so you kind of engage and just think about, about it from like a five senses point of view but also really really tapping into that um emotional aspect. So when you go with feel, go with physical touch feel, like as in the physical experience of it, but also the emotional feel and experience of it. If there is like a mental or cognitive connotation that you can make with it, then you would use that. But basically you were just like trying to vividly experience this. And then one of those exercises also should flex around the various and imaginative ways that this, this thing might find its way to you. And I want um, something I've asked people to do um, before, uh, and this has come through in readings. So to me, this has come through in the channel is even imagine ridiculous ways. Like, so I could have sat there in my meditation or done my meditation and imagined a little tiny dragon delivering a key to me. That, that That's not going to happen. But the point is not the reality of it it's the flex of imagination it's that's actually what we're doing so you're not just simply manifesting we're actually flexing a bunch of different muscles here so try like really just being like this is where (laughs) this is where you can flex your Pisces placements like delusion is welcome here for this period of time now delusion without uh, pause of uh, physical manifestation might be where some of us are having trouble making <laughs> amends like me personally. Um, so the physical part is obviously still very, very important, but just give yourself permission to be delusional. Um, and this, 
do that self-assessment, do the self-awareness piece. Are you, do you, are you someone who leans into Delulu land uh, like more easily? Or are you someone who's hyper-practical or feels you need to be hyper-practical? So then you're going to have to flex the opposite skill, the opposite muscle to create more balance within yourself. So try, try that. And, and honestly, I, I want reports back because just even because my own experience has been so weird already, like already. Um, and it's been so interesting. And I would just, I would really, really love to hear what's happening with your experience around it. Um, I just got out of this. I, I'm laughing, not because it's funny. It's actually so not funny. Um, but, you know, this is how I cope. Um <laughs> Uh, I am also very grateful that we didn't just jump into manifesting like money or like, I'm glad I didn't take the approach of manifesting the thing I want most in the world. Well, or maybe it is happening. It's just happening in a backward way, but I would have got real butthurt about it if I did try to like manifest some sum of money. And then the events that followed that podcast uh, outside of the, you know, interesting experience of finding the keys, but my husband lost his job, which has been, you know, incredibly stressful. Um, see, I laugh because this is how I cope. It's a cat moon thing. Okay. Oh, so he's lost his job. It's been so stressful. And so both of us are now job hunting and searching because, um, we have to like manage the possibility that like I, I am very certain my husband is going to find employment. He's just, he's an incredibly talented person with a wildly amazing work ethic and just anyone would be so lucky to have him honestly. And he's actually just so good at a wide variety of things, but we also have to accept the reality that whatever he takes on, it may not um, be at the level of income that he was before, which we were already struggling with. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so this has put me on a job hunt too. So I'll, I'll, you know, like they'll give you the side stories of what's going on in my personal life in tandem with this like broke girl's guide to uh, manifesting. Because I mean, you know, maybe there'll be some sort of fairy tale here and you'll have been with me <laughs> through, through the whole thing. Uh, so, you know, it won't feel like an overnight success or, or, you know, maybe it will, but like, you'll know that there was um basically if if we get somewhere like if, if real good shit happens you'll know that it's like a, a real before and after like that it was all all the things happened here so yeah um i've also i kind of have this theory around everything that's happening right now is that he and i have had these conversations around like our our desires are what we want to do. He, um, he's had the work that he was doing was becoming frustrating. Um, I don't think it was the job that was frustrating him, but not, he was just not having the success that he wanted to have in that position. And, um, so we're kind of in this like crunchy space and both of us have, dreams and desires that are bigger than what we currently have. Like it's human, right? It's ambition. It's what we're supposed to do. And there's a part of me that thinks, well, maybe 
we need this. Maybe we need it to be rattled a little in order to shift. Um, so both of us are, despite the stress that this naturally is going to cause, we are both also optimistic, I guess, for lack of a better word. Um, and I think appropriately leveraging this as an opportunity for us to, mm, like, lean into what we really want to be able to create what we really want. Um, and then for me personally, it's been such a, an interesting experience because, and I don't know where this is going to wind up because remember it, it's all a process and right now we're in panic zone. So I'm not really trusting all of my lines of thoughts in this moment. Um, but I am exploring, uh, various employment opportunities. Um, and so, the one that I fall back into is serving just because I have that skill. So I did submit resumes for, for being a server, but I was like, okay, but that's not sustainable. Um, I don't want to be a server forever. Uh, I just don't want to. And that's no shade to the industry or anyone that does do that for a living. I, I just don't, I have been in the service industry since I was 15, uh, on and off. And I, I just, I just can't, I just <laughs> I've done my time. Um, and I'm like, well, what, what do I want to do? That's like a job job. Cause I've never had a job job before. I've only ever had like hobbies that I monetized. <laughs> like I was in the music industry as a professional musician for almost 15 years. And, um, that just doesn't feel like a place where I like, that doesn't feel like an arena I can participate in either, especially not from like a monetization way. Cause it just, it just, uh, the amount of energy that it requires of me is not something I have right now with the two children that I have at the ages that they're at. And then same with being a yoga instructor, which I monetized, um, which was like a lovely phase of life. But same thing. I don't, I just don't have, um, the energy to create the career that I had out of that. Um, and not to mention it's really, it's a really interesting schedule Basically, if you want to be like a full-time yoga teacher as someone who at one point had almost 20 classes a week on my schedule, I would happily <laughs> tell you all the ups and downs about what that looks like um, and everything I learned from that. Um, and then, of course, there's like tarot readings, which I love to do, um, but I struggle with uh, being consistent in online promotions um, and then I think that there's a self-limiting belief or a block for me around it not being an essential service or it's not something that people need. So I just, just in my own head, I'm like, well, like I'm not going to ever be busy because like no one needs this. It's not like essential. It's not a necessity. So, but that, that one I'm going to kind of sit with longer because um, that would be my favorite thing to do right now just because readings are so oh they're just it's just they're literally magic and I just I can't get enough of it I'm like a little magic addict it's like I just need another hit so on that note if you want to book in for a reading I'd love to read for you <laughs> um okay I'm gonna end the podcast there I have no idea how long I've been talking for so hopefully that is um enough of a enough material to like keep you going for a little while and then I will use this next period of time to 
actually do what I said I was going to do, like do the meditations and kind of visualize and that kind of thing, unless it just works out like it did last time. Whereas maybe this is like level two and I've already completed this one and you no, know, just kind of like ping, ping, ping. Um, so we'll see, I will share, but please, please, um, send me messages on Instagram or, you know, email or whatever you want to do to share if you're kind of jumping on this journey with me, because, um, I would love, love camaraderie in this. Maybe we'll make a WhatsApp group and we can chat with each other or something. Um, my Instagram is at Tanya Ryan XO. You can email me Tanya Ryan at me.com. I also just set up another, a new email address for mystics and broomsticks, which is mystics and broomsticks at gmail.com. So you can reach me and Mel there if you wish. Um, have a wonderful day, a wonderful evening, a wonderful afternoon, whenever you are listening to this. Peace in, peace out.